0: podcasting from Woodstock, Georgia. Welcome to Soul Solutions, a show where we overcome our fears and our limiting beliefs. I'm your host, author, and certified life coach, Terry Kozlowski. Hello, warriors. Are you looking for more love in your life? Do you need help, like my coaching services, to realize you have the power within you to move forward? Are you looking to overcome your fears and limiting beliefs? If so, you can join my new Facebook group called Soul Solutions for Survivors and Overcomers. The link is in the show notes. Don't allow your egoic thoughts to keep you from living your best life. Now let's start this week's episode. Episode 135, How to Feel Love for Everyone in Your Life. You came to Earth School knowing you're a conduit for love. Your purpose was to love others and to be loved, making loving connections. How to love those in your life should be at the forefront of your thinking. It's not about what they can do for you, but how you can be of service to them. This is who you authentically are. However, you're then put into a family unit to care for you while you grow up. It exposes you to both healthy and unhealthy love stories. I discovered some lovely, enlivening concepts on love. Concepts such as these. Loving someone entails having faith in their capacity. Love means being kind and sensitive to others. Supporting the people in your life and celebrating their achievements is a sign of love. But I also learned other love-related stories that I later realized were harmful. These notions caused issues in my relationships. One tale said that loving someone means I'm at their beck and call. Or those that said they love me would hurt me. Loving someone is giving them time and space to talk about whatever they want, but never about what I need. Another common misconception about love is that when you love someone, you will do whatever they ask you, even if it goes against your beliefs. As you realize the unuseful stories you have concerning love, you can unlearn them and apply new loving stories to everyone in your life. The connection between self-love and loving others. I've written about worthiness, that you are more than enough just as you are, you're whole, not broken, and that you belong. This examination of self-love and accepting your authentic being was allowing you to be your authentic self, no matter who you were with or what situation you may find yourself in. In discovering who you are and what you're passionate about, then examining your beliefs, you learned how uniquely wonderful you are. And when you share your authenticity with others, you make deep and loving connections. And when you unearth your authentic being, you determine in which ways you want to learn and grow. This self-creation is about taking responsibility for the choices you make instead of making excuses or blaming others. When you're being authentic, you commit to making your life your own. You're focusing, fully engaging, and consciously deciding based on what is in your best interest. And you're no longer concerned about what others think, about how you move forward with your vision, you no longer compare, and you certainly aren't conforming to what your ego thinks others want from you. This doesn't signify you are unkind or not compassionate to people in your life. It means you are courageously putting up personal boundaries because you're being honest with yourself and others at all times, which is foundational. See, self-love is directly related to your ability to love everyone in your life. Because your love for self is based on divine love of humanity. Guidelines for loving everyone in your life. Through the life lessons I've learned and unlearned about love, I determined 10 simplistic guidelines to help me love everyone in my life. I also benefit from long-term well-being by choosing to love others. Number 1. Be proactive in communication. Tell those in your life how smart, beautiful, and wonderful they are. They probably can't see it and may be unaware, but you can see it and make it visible to them. When doing good, be proactive rather than reactive. Don't just wait for needs to present themselves. Instead, deliberately seek and identify ways to communicate to those around you how they make your life more fulfilling. Number two. Be authentically you. Many people struggle to be their authentic selves depending on whom they are interacting with or what role they're playing. But being dedicated to living your truth is more beneficial than wearing a mask or conforming to what others think you should do. Be genuine and present the real you at all times. Ask the tough questions, describe your true beliefs, follow your dreams, speak your truth. Others want a relationship with you, not your masks and armor. Number three, stay positive. Avoid mistaking authenticity for the act of airing out every grievance, grudge, or trivial outburst in the name of being yourself. To overcome worry, resentment, and tension on your own and prevent spreading those unfavorable emotions to those around you, meditate, journal, or do breathing exercises. Sure, express your unhappiness, genuine doubts, and anxieties, but be careful not to contaminate others with your negative emotions. Instead, reframe your narrative so that you're authentic, yet not negatively affecting others. Number four, actively listen. Avoid listening to decide if you concur or disagree. Learn about the truth for the individual in front of you Through listening. Enjoy the adventure and get to know the inner landscape that differs from your own. Keep in mind that you weren't actively listening if nothing in the conversation grabbed your interest or shocked you. Listening is an act of mindful hearing what another person is saying to you. To listen actively means that you are giving all of yourself to the communication process, you are listening to what is being said and not thinking about how to respond. Although listening is a biological function, it takes conscious effort to truly hear what someone is communicating to you. Number five, accept others as they are. Don't waste your time or effort pondering how another ought to change. Everyone is a distinct individual. All are going through similar experiences but have different filters. They see things based on their personality and background. Your perspective allows for unique manifestations that are called your life. Your singular consciousness is the mysterious component that enables you to show your individuality, the talents you have, and your unique perspective. Valuing this difference in yourself and one another is the definition of acceptance. Number six, beliefs are individualized. Keep in mind that you don't need to agree with others' decisions in order to appreciate or accept them. Prioritize the other person by respecting their differences. This entails determining what other people need and prioritizing those needs over your own. Finding out what matters to people is a necessary step in putting their interests first. To impose your personal beliefs on others, is not loving. Number seven, set personal boundaries. Distinguish between accepting and becoming a doormat. Allow others to fully express who they are. Then, based on who you are, decide what you need. Do you need to ask them directly to alter their conduct in any way? Do you need to better look after yourself? Do you need to change the connection or establish personal boundaries? Take good care of yourself, but don't belittle anyone else. Number eight, be of service to others. Give freely, but never at the cost of your integrity. If you feel resentment growing, stop and reassess what's happening. Don't act like a martyr. It benefits no one. Your life affects those around you uniquely. The most impactful work you do is a simple act of service. Serving others allows you to create ripples in the water of life that help heal the world. Your service is about affecting others positively, which gives them an example to follow for them to help others. It's powerful to serve, not just for the receiver, but also for yourself. Number nine, recognize the worth of others. Keep in mind that divine intelligence created every person you come in contact with, and each have a significant purpose in the universe. Treat them accordingly. Have genuine compassion for the other person. Motives matter. Real goodwill towards others or genuinely wanting what is best for them and taking pleasure in it is the essence of love. Number 10, return to love. The Course in Miracles says that everything you experience from another human being is either love or cry for love. So when you're dealing with others, what are they trying to communicate to you? Are they loving? Or are they acting in a way that is a cry for love? When you use this as your compass in dealing with others, you automatically feel compassion and want to lovingly respond. Moving forward, loving others. To me, loyalty and caring means everything. I also believe that all spiritual awakening is an awakening to love. You can add meaning to your life by devoting yourself to loving other people, serving the people in your community, and working to create something that fulfills you. Why? Because you can live life completely and die well because of the love you give and the love you receive from others. Do you need help to love and accept yourself? Are you looking for support to empower yourself to love those people in your life? Do you want a strategy to help you create an extraordinary life? Consider using my coaching services by contacting me at TerryKozlowski.com if you feel you cannot move forward alone. Together, we can create an action plan for you to love yourself and those around you. To discover how I learned to love everyone in my life, you can do so by reading my book, Raven Transcending Fear, which is available on Amazon, or by visiting RavenTranscendingFear.com for more information.